All right, welcome back. Antonio's Brown again. Irvin Bryant. All right, so this segment's called uh, They're Doing It Wrong, right? So we're going to talk about my favorite thing, red pill conservatives. You know, uh, they are hilarious. They are. I find them funny. So um, who are they? You know, what are they and who are they? I was born in 1996. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I was too young to be watching The Matrix. Yeah. But right when it was on DVD, I was watching it. And, you know, it's rated R for the action and for the for the mind-boggling revelations of the story. And the first revelation is, this world is a simulation. You take the blue pill and go back to sleep, or you can take the red pill and wake up to the truths of the world. Get out of the simulation and see what the real thing. You take the blue pill. The story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to believe. You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland. And I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. And this is actually a thing before the metaphor kicked in. Right. For many people when it comes to like racial consciousness. Like, oh, Christopher Columbus was a bad guy. Or, oh, the Civil War was not about states' rights. But, when you're white. <laughs> and uh, and uh, you really, you know, you want to hold tight onto Christopher Columbus's righteousness. And his being on a godly mission. You can take the red pill. That exposes that all these black people are just making stuff up. And uh, Barack Obama, <laughs> he's actually a Muslim from Kenya. Take the red pill and wake up to all of these truths. And so, yeah, when, you, when you're white and you, you like to, you've been lied to a lot yeah. and you like the lies, um, taking, you can take the metaphorical red pill. And in fact, it is a blue pill causing you to go deeper into a metaphorical matrix of lies and, and right. falsehoods in, in yeah. a world that doesn't exist. It was also like, it's becoming popular on black people too. So like there's the Candace Owens, um, the Ben Shapiro's. The, so the uh, black zip. Yeah. yeah. Uh, turning Point, you know. They're, uh, I think it's like it's black people who are waking up and becoming um, a conscious of history. Yes. But instead of reading it the correct way, uh, they're doing it wrong, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and so, the, the, who's doing it wrong? Right. Right? When we're talking about who's doing it wrong, we're trying to tell people how to do their jobs, and we barely know how to do ours. But the thing is, uh, when it comes to media and writing history and things of that nature, creating stuff, content, as they call it on the internet, right? It's the creators who are at fault, ultimately. Right. Right. Because if you didn't make it, people could not be fooled by the stuff that you made. Right. And so, um, yeah, they, Candace Owens is doing it wrong. Yeah, so uh, Candace Owens, I would point out, in 2015, had a blog where she talked about the president all types of ways, up and down, left and right, you know. Um, and now she just falls behind him, right? And it's not because of a change of heart. Yeah, she did not take the red pill yeah. and wake up. Um, she does not longer, she doesn't even address what happened then, right? Right. And then when she speaks in front of Congress, the things she says are either half truths lies or truth without context yes uh, that makes that brings one story that is not right so what is their popular appeal right and it's it's an american ideal to be a countercultural, to be the outlaw right. that's the character that we love that's gangster rap that's john uh, wayne john wayne right so like and that's that's also george washington right, right. so like when you start taking stealing people's tea and throwing it into the harbor it's like yo outlaw stuff that's yeah. us and uh Social justice has a false popularity on the internet, on, on Twitter, 
uh, because young people and the liberals were all savvy with the internet mm-hmm. for whatever reason. Conservatives are not, <laughs> and so they were it, not for a little bit, but they get they're, it. they're getting it, and that's yeah. that's where the earth building comes yeah. in. And so when conservatives get the internet, they're like, "We can be the outlaw now." <laughs> the internet is a space for liberals, and now I'm the righteous guy who breaks the law and shoots the bad guys. Is how they tell it. Yeah. Um, so I I would say what's some of the popular arguments, right? So one arguments I find to be really funny is that. Black Lives Matter should be mad at the Democrats who control their cities and not at Republicans, right? So, real quick, give me <laughs> give me the red pill argument that they try to make about this. So, black people, you can routinely vote for Democrats, but what has it given you? Your cities are garbage. Your youth are unemployed. You're dying fast. The police keep killing you. You're telling me about it. Yeah. You have nothing to lose. We are- Look. What do you have to lose? You're living in poverty. Your schools are no good. You have no jobs. 58% of your youth is unemployed. What the hell do you have to lose? From the president. Yes. Uh, the problem with it, right, is that often the problem with um, these police reforms mm-hmm. is police unions, which are mainly uh, Republicans who had these police unions. So, and Minneapolis is a perfect place to make this example. A reform mind, a police reform mind mayor, and a police reform mind police chief uh, was elected and then appointed to these positions. The police unions uh, t- just ripped the teeth out of the uh, citizen review board. Uh, they ripped the teeth out any time the police uh, chief tried to um, fire somebody uh, who wasn't doing a job correctly. They got them rehired through uh, arbitration hearings, right? So the union, which is many times Republican leaning, um, tried to do things time and time again to stop police reform. But before any proposed policing reforms can actually go into effect, lawmakers and department chiefs would first have to get past police unions. Over the course of decades, police unions have fought to secure generous benefits for rank-and-file officers and helped make the dangerous job of police work more attractive to hundreds of thousands of officers. But when their members come under scrutiny for police brutality and heavy-handed tactics, it's the union that often serves as their first line of defense. That's why we have these issues in these cities, you know. Um, The police chief for the LAPD it's not like the mayors that you know from uh, yeah. LA. Yeah. He's a totally different type of guy, you yeah. know. Um, he's the one who said that the death was on their, the looter's hands he for said, George Floyd. George Floyd's death is on your hands if you're out in LA tearing stuff up. Yeah. So you're that, a time traveler and you went back <laughs> and now on his back too. Yeah, and so that's really an issue. Like the NYPD, for the longest amount of time, NY has always had uh, you know Democratic right. mayors. But NYPD is a totally different thing, totally different animal, totally different beast. And this is an example of two things. One, the half-truth telling. Yeah. Where, yes, there are Democratic mayors, but there's more forces at work in a city than a mayor. They yeah. They're not kings of the city. And second, is the kind of the kind of thing that gives credence to the abolish the police, where it, this problem is so mind-boggling that it's just, I want to throw this thing away. But when you're a red pill conservative, yeah. it's like, oh, there we go. They, they want anarchy. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Yeah. Also, I do one last thing. Yeah. Many of these cities are in Republican uh, states. Uh-huh. So Houston, you got Texas, Texas. <laughs> uh, yeah. California. I forgot Ronald Reagan came from California. Um, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. <laughs> they like actors. Uh, uh, Detroit is in Michigan, with Michigan right. being uh, very conservative Democrats or uh, Republicans. Um, so you can go down the line. In and why the same way. You know, yeah. New York City's uh, same way, men sometimes Republican. Uh, the second popular argument. 
and Ken has always made this uh, in Congress in front of God and everybody. She lied. She said the Democratic Party is a part of the KKK and segregationists, and the Republican Party freed the slaves. Right? And it's, it's yeah, okay. <laughs> just one step at a time. And yeah. it's funny because this is not like the uh, lost cause narrative where there's like maybe room for interpretation or this is like written into history textbooks and talk yeah. to people. You, you should have learned this in high yeah. school, right? Where um, things change. Like Amer- America is not the people of the Amerindians. The Lakota don't run this country anymore, yeah. you know, for, for the worse. And so in the same way, the Republican Party is not inhabited, just like a country is not always inhabited, by the same people. And uh, when civil rights is a wave that's pushing, and this is a far more complicated story than I'm making, right. but when civil rights is on the rise and black people want to begin to vote, uh, and white people are losing, especially in the South, their their grip on power with the Democratic Party, uh, and LBJ's straight up betraying them. Right? Yeah. <laughs> he's a southern. He's a southerner. He's a Democrat, but he believes in the common sense appeal of black people being able to vote. Um, Republicans find a new market for power. They have a new place to seize uh, a seat with those who are already have massive influence in the church in the state, in social groups, and that is among racists. So they initiate the Southern Plan, using all the dog whistles ever familiar with today. This is peaking around the uh, 50s, right? And so racism is like, <laughs> they're, they're just beginning to feel like their land is being encroached mm-hmm. upon. And so any of those dog whistles are just ringing like sweet music in their ears. And slowly but surely, we have uh, Republicans who can, you know, bona fide say Mexicans are rapists, uh, Muslims can't come over here retweeting white power and many other of the worst yeah. things that the president's done. And you know, so I, I would I would say this that like this is should be common sense, right? Nothing stays the same, right? Nothing. Nothing in history stays the same, right? So yes, Lincoln was was a Republican who freed the slaves, right? Right. But uh, Lincoln probably would have been the Democratic Party today. You know? Ronald Reagan is also a Republican. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, we can see yeah. the difference, right? Uh, or that Wilson, you know, Wilson, Woodrow Wilson was a Democrat, but he uh, he was from the South. He uh, he he showed uh, what's it called birth of a nation. He showed in the, the White House. In the White House, yes. right? So um, he would have been a Southern Republican yes. when he became if he became president today, right? Right. I mean, to put it plainly, yeah. Only Republicans in the status quo, right, are ever seen with and around the Klan in the contemporary context. They're the only ones who will ever justify their existence, right. will ever act like they don't exist. Democrats are the only ones who openly condemn them across the board. Republican Party is the only place we can find individuals, not the whole party, yeah. who will say, I don't know, maybe they got a point. And Gerald Wallace, who was a segregationist uh, governor. We can do it all day. Just <laughs> name legislators. Yeah. Uh, so... Why should we care about them? Yes. Uh, as anything on the internet, it seems trivial, and it is goofy, and worth the laugh. Yeah. But the problem is that uh, black people, and, and Americans in general, but especially black people, yeah. get a very short uh, end of the stick when it comes to education. And when there is, we live in the information age, and I would uh, uh, vote to re- rename it the disinformation age. Uh, where there is so much readily available information with no filter on, and we're beginning to see attempts to filter it, but no real filter on the quality of that information, Uh, red pilling is extremely dangerous because it is intentional mendacity. It's an intentional deception for political purposes that we actually see consequence of because we have the most robust uh, 
healthcare system on the planet. Houston, Harris County, is has the best hospitals on the planet. MD Anderson Cancer Center uh, and others. UT Research Center, right? <laughs> Memorial Hermann. I can, I can do this all day. But we have the worst coronavirus, COVID-19 outbreak right now. We have the worst rates of increase in contamination, positive test rates, however you, whatever metric you want to do. We have the virus the worst, despite having all the advantages possible. We're even well spaced out as a city mm-hmm. because the disinformation and the red pilling about the coronavirus. Yeah. And it is killing people. Beyond the political implications, people are dying because we refuse to accept the, the truths of life and we'd rather take a red pill that is ironically taking us to sleep. Yeah. Also, I would say this. I think one reason why we should worry about it is because the Democratic Party um, has been abysmal when it comes to actually caring what black people want. You know? And so... <laughs> As we said, that's not what we asked for. Yeah. And the Democratic Party has taken our votes for granted, right? So, when you come to some comments are saying, well, we people have been your governors and they've been your mayors of your cities, right? And you haven't got what you wanted, they aren't lying about that, right? So it's not it's not a, a lie that the Democratic Party has just not done what it needs to do. Correctly. They failed in many ways. They failed in many ways. Um, the problem becomes that uh, the Republican Party is not going to be the ones to save the day, you know? Right. And they, they, were, they were the savior in 1865, <laughs> and not so much anymore. Yeah, it's like if the Republican Party was to like I don't know, wake up and then realize, hey. Maybe we should stop being, you know, cool with racists. You know, maybe we should elect the Jeb Bush to be president. Yeah. You know, if they would, if they would wake up, yeah, they wake up. I've got, I, you know, that's the argumentation we can have. But as of right now, um, I know that the, the Democratic Party is not going to be the best uh, thing for my health, but the Republican Party may uh, dang well kill me. You know, yeah. and uh, yeah, how go ahead and hop in the Twitter comments. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Argue with them, expose them. It's a good time, but at the end of the day, we got to take it a little bit serious. Yeah, we'll talk to you guys later.